Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Hello, Unstuckers. How are you today, Chell? I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to edumacate. Excellent. Well, we're excited to be edumacated. Uh, this week, Unstuckers, we're going to dive right into the Unstuck Library. Welcome to the Unstuck Library. Today, Chell's here to talk to us about a book she read called Be a Free-Range Human, Escape the 9 to 5, Create the Life You Love, and Still Pay the Bills by Marianne Cantwell. Chell, take it away. Tell us about this book. So I actually read this book in conjunction with Grace Marshall's struggle back in April. And together, that was like super powerful, got got a fire lit under my ass it was some great stuff so if you have the opportunity to read both of these books like back to back highly recommend um <laughs> even though, yeah it just happened to be that they're like really great together they pair well like a fine wine and a cheese or something accurate yeah we're not talking Good. about new mexico wines though they're kind of shitty <laughs> ouch shade yeah. thrown sorry i mean <clears throat> let me just be honest with you i think all wine is kind of shitty so damn I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care who hears it. Worldwide shade thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Worldwide wine shade. Um, we're getting we're getting off the rails way too quickly. So tell I mean the subtitle says a lot. Escape the nine to five, create the life you love, and still pay the bills. Yeah. Um, what'd you learn from this book? So what I really liked about this book is that it is a workbook. So like through mm. every chapter, she has you doing kind of a deep dive internally, at least mm -hmm. in the beginning chapters. And then it's a little bit more like fundamentals and it's a little bit more like planning shit out. But she really has you stop and think about it. And like, yes, you can just read the book and not do the things, but doing the things is what helps you to progress. Right. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. it was really great. And I did take the time to do it all. And it was super helpful. Do you often do take the time to do it all, all the workbook stuff when you have a book like that? No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, I did like there was one book I read recently where it was kind of workbooky, um, and he had a forward at the beginning that said, the way to use this book, read the book, and then go back to these shaded parts, and that was kind of the worksheet part. Ooh. Um, so he, he, he set me on a guide path, I think, forward that I'm going to use for all workbooks, which is just yeah. read it. And then go back and grab the worksheet things once you have the whole thing in mind. And if you feel like it was a good book, because not all books are great, you know, but yeah. some of them are. And then you, and then it's like, oh, now I have the whole thing. Remind me what this is. Okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting path. But That is good. But you, you did this as you went along in this book? I did. Yeah. So I got an ebook. Don't recommend the ebook. I recommend getting a book book when it's a something like this, something tangible. Um, yeah. So do that if you have the opportunity to. I live abroad, so it would have taken like a week and a half for the book to come. It's not worth it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you can get like the physical book, work through it, 
either Josh's way or just like working through the book the way the author recommends, I highly recommend it because it just it just makes so much more of an impact when you're able to like get the shit out of your head, put it down on paper, maybe go through it again and kind of just noodle it around a little bit rather than just reading through and being like, oh, yeah, maybe that'll be cool one day, maybe. I like that so. you called the other way Josh's way because I stole it from an author named Josh. So exactly <laughs> either way, you meant it. <laughs> That's awesome. So okay. what are, what are some of the highlights? What did you what did you pick out? Either either just kind of idea wise or or because of the worksheets, what you were able to do? Yeah. So this book is hefty. It's split up into four parts. The first part is called Getting You Ready for the Ride. And basically, she's just getting you into the mindset. Like, yes, this is possible. No, you don't have to be on a desert island like to make a free range life possible. But this can be possible for the average Joe. Um, and even if you have a traditional nine to five and you're like, I don't really want to leave my traditional nine to five, a free range life is still possible, which is kind of cool. Sometimes you just have to ask. So that was like a basic sum up of like part one. Part two is called creating your free range life. So this is really where she gives you the nitty gritty to dive deep into yourself, but also dive deep into like what you'd want and what that would look like. So the basis of it is you can do what you love and that doesn't have to be separate from being successful or earning good money. Okay. So Marianne's two-step strategy is one, nail down what you want to do Two, figure out what works and make it possible. It gets a lot more in depth than that, but like <laughs> oh, simple. All right. Well, yeah. that was a good episode and a good book. I bet it was short. Anyway, <laughs> it was not short, which is, I mean, it's, it's cool that she has this like very simple mindset to like going into it, right? Like figure out what the fuck you want to do and then do it. And mm. truthfully, like with this free range lifestyle, you can do a bunch of random shit and it might not work. But do it. How are you going to know if it doesn't work if you don't do it? Right. So she's saying like dream really fucking big. And what it boils down to is breaking it down into baby steps. It's literally what you and I do and preach all the time. So there was one instance she spoke about a woman who wanted to open up a vegan bakery. And this was in the UK. And she had never gone to like pastry school. I think she was a vegan herself, uh, but she has never opened a business. So she was just like, huh. I want to do this and I want to be on TV and I want to write a book. But she's like, okay, maybe I should start smaller and not just be like, I need a book deal right now. So she started by like volunteering for whenever like someone had a birthday or whenever someone had a party. She was like, you know what? I'll make the pastries. Like I'll make the vegan cupcakes. They'll be delicious. And then when she started gaining traction, like modifying her recipe a little bit, she started dressing up as like a 1950s lady wearing like a cake like dress and she would like go out to nightclubs and feed people vegan cupcakes. Mm. And then she became known as Miss Cupcake. And like that was her brand. So she really solidified it early on, even before she was a business. So by the time she was able to like save, enough, save up enough money through those like super random pastry sales, she quit her job. She went to a farmer's market to sell her her. Uh, her muffins, her cupcakes. And within a year, she had a storefront and a book deal, which is insane. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen that easily for everyone. Exactly. Right. Crazy good year. And it's not going to happen that easy for everyone, but she took baby steps to do it. It's not like she was just like, I need a storefront right now. She's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to do this for free. We're going to perfect this recipe and it's going to be great. So that was really cool. And the way to break into that mindset, because 
over the years, we've been told like you have to be in a nine to five to like do anything successful. You need stability in your life. But Marianne, the author, her advice is basically defrost and get recalibrated. So to do that, like one of the the worksheets that she had went through these questions and it, there was more questions than this, but I kind of boiled it down to these top three slash she, she revised them to be like the opposite and then another top three. So who makes you feel wonderful when you're around them? When was the last time you did something that you could do every day? Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite days? And then she asks those questions conversely. When was the last time you felt when do you feel dragged down? Did do you do something at work that you never wanted to do again? And what are your best days? So what it's, were your answers to this? Some of my favorite days are days when I don't have like repetitious things to do. If I can go from one task to another, work in an environment surrounded by other people who are also working, uh, but not necessarily mm-hmm. on the same things, so like not necessarily like an office environment, but like a coffee shop. That those are some of my favorite like work days. Um, I feel dragged down when I have to do the same thing over and over again, or I'm not seeing, I don't want to say immediate success, or I'm just not seeing success in what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. it's like a lack of motivation going forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was really interesting to like dive deep, take a little bit. And this, I did all of this during like the, the April month that I took off. So if you guys have some time to like really go through these questions for yourselves it's beneficial for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still in part two. Whew, like I said, this is the hefty chapter or like hefty, like portion of the book. Mm-hmm. So I think when people like have that entrepreneurial mindset, they're like, okay, well I just have to be one thing and put a label on it. You don't have to be one thing for the rest of your life, like at all. So take, take an assessment of the skills you have, perhaps where you'd like to be physically like location wise or mentally like where that works best for you. And really you can craft your dream life around that. So your free range solution, quote unquote, can be creating a bespoke career. That's a very UK word to use. Creating a portfolio career or creating an evolving career. Like it can keep changing. So the way to start this is, this is where the nitty gritty comes down, guys. So if you have a pen and paper, use it now. One, list your favorite ideas for free range career as crazy as it can be, right? Like you can be, you can pick flowers, put them into tiny jars and sell them on the street, right? Like it can be as, (laughs) it can be as, I don't know, as ridiculous. That's not really that ridiculous, but as crazy as you want it to be, right? That's the most ridiculous thing you can think of right now. (laughs) I don't know. That was one of the things I came up with and I was like, Ooh, that sounds like fun. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I want to be an astronaut who fits in a jar (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's, there, that's, that's ridiculous okay there we go so step one list your favorite ideas step two what elements of each of those ideas stand out what parts are maybe not going to be well suited to your personality write all of that out think all of that through three how could you change each idea so that it suits your preferences and that benefits you rather than becoming a liability four can you integrate several of those ideas into one solution? And five, what seems particularly exciting and move forward with it. So she's really telling you to like take action immediately. That's, mm-hmm. that's really what she's like honing in through the whole book. She's like, you thought of it, go for it. And that 
we talk about a little bit more in the in the next part. So going off of like the taking action now aspect of things, there's two ways you can do it. You can use play projects, which basically you're just learning to do what you love. So playing around with a couple of different things or actual test projects to find out if it'll work in reality. And this is where you take action immediately. So you choose one of your ideas, you cut it down into a 30 day project. You have to produce something at the end of it needs to be tangible and then you need to schedule it in and start. So even if it's only 30 minutes a day, get shit done. This is what we always talk about, right? Like bringing it into small baby steps. And this is a great way to try something. And hey, if it doesn't work, fuck it. It's fine. <laughs> this <Okay>. is <laughs> what you did with the podcast startup course last year, like creating it in a 30-day span. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what she preaches to do. Granted, mm -hmm. yes, the, the marketing aspect of it took way longer and it didn't work, but you did it, you know, you learned something from it. And I think that that's probably the biggest, the biggest takeaway of being a free range human and kind of thinking outside the box like this. I would agree with that, you know, having been through it several times in my life, um, but not necessarily thinking of it that way, but like, um, just take the action. Cause so there's alternatively in my own life, there have been plenty of ideas that um, are just ideas in my head for years because I don't take any action. Right. And I would much rather have the podcast startup course launch and fail and be abandoned in, you know, six months than have it still in my head. And like, I still got to get to that. And I'm going to do a little bit of this research and that research. Um, Cause now I can move on and I am moving on to other things. So yeah. I, I, I just think that's really great advice. Like take massive action, see if it works or not. Cause even if it doesn't work, you're, you're no longer wasting time or mental energy on that anymore. You can move on to your next idea. Exactly. So that that's what kind of summed up part two. And then part three is basically like, it doesn't have to be an original idea. So what? I know. There are no original ideas. <laughs> exactly. So, but I think, I think remembering that is so important, right? Like you yeah. don't need to reinvent the wheel to mm -hmm. have a successful business. So one of the examples that she mentioned was there was a woman who like went to vacation on a tropical island and she's like, oh my God, I love it here. Like, I wish I could stay here. Like, I don't want to go back to my nine to five. And literally while she was on the beach, she was Googling like businesses that she could, uh, that she could do from afar. And she right. saw this person like put their phone into like one of those phone cases and like go out into the water. She's like, oh, my God, I can sell phone cases or like the like the waterproof cases for phones. Mm -hmm. And she found a manufacturer. She came up with a fancy name and then she got a couple of prototypes, brought them into like local shops on that island. And she made a significant markup on them, which is insane. Mm. Right. Like nice. that's, a, that's not an original idea at all. Yeah. But yeah. she was able to profit off of it and mm -hmm. like live well on that secluded island. The other example is basically any YouTube star, right? Like, mm -hmm. yes, th there's some, I, I guess there was like some originality to like YouTube, maybe like 10, 15 years ago. But now, maybe a little bit less so. As long as you have your personality injected into it, though, it's still original. So there was this one girl who's like, okay, cool. We got drunk. Let's film it and post it on YouTube. And then that became my drunk kitchen on YouTube. Oh, and they have like 2.5 million subscribers. So just because it's not an original idea, it's fine. Just put your stamp on it. 
and that's going to show that you are being more you and then that's what's going to make it original yeah if it's obvious to you it might be amazing to someone else Mm -hmm. then the step after that is notice the different connections so the the example that she gave here was actually the people who developed like seo for real because in academia like for hundreds of years the most utilized journals or like most recognized like works of writing uh like were sorted to the top and like most people used those as references so that's kind of the basis for seo so notice connections notice where things may overlap and then lastly discover your difference what sets you apart because there's always something that's going to set you apart yeah i would totally agree and i think i think remembering that you as a person you dear listener you Celestina, me we're all very different people so even having the same idea and trying to execute the same idea we're gonna do it differently and and that alone uh might be what makes a massive success for you yeah but again back to the action thing for every like two people with the same idea who are going for it there's like 500 people who've had the idea who have just not decided to actually take action yet. There you go. So I think the other really important part is to think beyond the job title. So you can create your own world. You can create your own life. Basically, you can do anything or be anything. All you have to do is enjoy what you're doing and be somewhat good at it. Right? So like no matter how small it may seem right now, it can be translated into something of value later on. So Marianne actually goes through this, she calls it unlocking your advantage case. Basically, Mm -hmm. it's like going through your superpowers, your skills that may seem eh to you, but really they're the secret sauce that is going to set you apart, make you different, and really help you to be the free range human that you were meant to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) What's your secret sauce, Jill? Oh, damn, Josh, we're getting deep today. (laughs) Uh, my That's secret right. sauce is dietitian slash chef slash I've traveled a lot. So I have a lot of different like culinary foods, like culinary experience from different regions mm-hmm. of the States, but mm-hmm. also from around the world. Yeah. What's your secret sauce? fairly meh to you? It does feel meh to me because I've experienced it's amazing it. to me. Like, yeah, I'm not a dietitian or I mean, I've traveled a lot, but not in a culinary vein. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Josh, then right back at you. Huh? Oh, I don't know. I didn't do the worksheets. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, then. So. My secret sauce. My secret sauce. I'll tell you. (laughs) My secret sauce in the IT world right now is is patience. Patience. I don't think I'm incredibly patient, but the people who comment on my patience tell me how amazing it is because they're not patient with technology when it doesn't work. And I just I look at it as a puzzle. So I'm excited to fix it versus being overly frustrated with it uh, on most days. <laughs> that's fair. I, I would agree. You are pretty patient. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So that's the basis of like how to start being a free range human. She also goes into way more depth about like overcoming imposter syndrome, how to be confident, and then how to let go of the naysayers who are bringing you down. So even if your dream, like I said earlier, isn't to work four hours a day from a beach, this book helps you to rethink what's possible. So if you have an op- If you have an entrepreneur spirit, this is going to help ignite it. If you're happy in your nine to five, but wish you had a little bit more freedom, this book is going to help you as well. And then 
just some last words of wisdom. This basically just sums up part four. When to give up versus when to give in. When to give up if it feels unnatural and you cannot bear to do it. When you feel like your soul is withering away in a cage. When the idea of actually doing that thing fills you with dread, boredom, or you'd rather go to sleep. What's important to remember, though, is giving up doesn't mean giving up on the mission. It just finds another path. It just means that you should find another path to bring it into being. And then on the contrary, when to give in. There is a difference between wrong choice and fear. With wrong choice, change the game and then try another strategy. With fear, which often hides masked under the uh, the mask, if you will, of wrong choice, don't give up. Give in. Fear comes when it feels like you're losing your control and you're asking yourself, oh my gosh, what happens if this goes wrong? At that point, don't stop. Dive right in. Lose control. Dive into the fear. Go past the comfort zone. And then that's when the flow is going to happen. So quick four steps to that is create. Push hard and don't wait for the flow to come. Those who start will find it. Two, listen to what isn't working. Three, respond to what to what isn't working and change it. Listen to the reasons why and why not. And then four, feed your soul. So keep a paper near your bed when ideas strike because often after like a long busy day and you're like lying in bed and you've actually calmed down, that's when like those best ideas are going to come. And then also remember to like chill, get yourself unstuck, take a step back, go outside, do things that feed your soul. And then you'll be able to create with more heart, with more soul, and it'll actually align a little bit better for you. And that, that, my friends, is the essence of being a free-range human. Very nice. Very nice, Chell. Um, that's, that sounds like it was a very uh, good book and, and very useful for you. I mean, this was, what, a few months ago? It was like April, you said? Yeah. You read this? Was there any any key takeaways that that or, or things you did in your business after reading this book right away that you can directly attribute to this book? Like, what'd you do in May that's like, because I read this book, <laughs> I was able to do? I knew that I had to take a step back from Gather Around La Cucina. So, like, the course that I had been trying to push for mm. a year after this, because I think I've said it multiple times now, like I was putting a square into a circle and it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this made me like realize that, yes, like I can still be in the world that I want to be in, but I can just rethink it a little bit. And I, I may have mentioned it on Casual Friday, but like doing a texting campaign and like having a membership that way. Right, um, but right. this actually led me to doing the Patreon membership in May. Uh, yeah, see, that's good. So you listen to what wasn't working and you rethought what could work. And yeah. It's fantastic. It's good shit. And what was actually really cool about this book is that there was like supplemental material. So there was like podcasts, like different podcasts that she did with other people, um, like linked into the book. And there was also other supplemental material, like other PDFs, other worksheets. So it was totally worth the money and the value. Awesome. So you're saying uh, for the Unstuckers listening to the Unstuck Library, you would recommend this book? Highly. <laughs> Uh, in case you haven't noticed, we've never reviewed a book we didn't like on Unstuck Library. <laughs> I mean, why would we give you shit? <laughs> What's the point of that? Uh. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for that lovely book review here in the Unstuck Library. Um, 
thanks Marianne Cantwell for writing Be a Free Range Human. And that is the Unstuck Library. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, if it's obvious to you, it might be amazing to others. Two, enjoy what you do and be at least somewhat good at it. Three, know when to give up and when to give in. And that's a wrap on episode 156. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute and follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. If you love our show and like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out the website unstuck.institute. If you leave us a five-star written review, you'll be entered in a monthly drawing to win a brainstorm sesh with Josh and myself. So be sure to do that. The more I want to get something done, the less I call it work. Marianne Cantwell.